Growing Up Italian Sunday Podcast. It's Rocco here. It's your guy Sabino. And we have my lifelong friend, Italian, 100% to the T, Dominic Manzolillo Domenico. I appreciate you guys having me. It's been a long time coming, so I'm excited for this. Of course, man. You've been uh, hitting me up almost every day to get on a podcast, so I'm glad <laughs> we could uh, have you on for one. The time has come. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. The time has come for sure. So, Dom, uh, just a quick rundown. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so like uh, Rocco just mentioned, right? My name is Dom Manzulillo, born and raised here in Brooklyn. I've uh, known Rocco for forever now, so being all see him all around uh, the neighborhood all the time. Good guy. Uh, so I saw Rocco, I heard him just say 100% to the T. Uh, it's what it seems like when I'm actually 50 50. Oh, really? So that's something that you know. Like, well, you're half Argentinian, right? So I have Guatemala, yeah, I'm half Guatemala. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah you knew that. You, know, you just don't act like a zip, though. Yeah, yeah you, you act like a zip. zip. That's you're wearing a, you wearing a Florenzi yeah. jersey right now. I got to represent. Well, I, know, I know you have the Manzalillo last name, so I know you're Tejanes, too. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, Tejanes, San Marco, you know. All that a, lot of, a lot of our listeners are from there. <laughs> Even better. So they're familiar with. Uh, with who, who you guys are on and familiar with the type of people, type of person I am. Yeah. All right. Uh, the roots from the Jano. That yeah. goes a long way. And that's going to perfectly explain what today's topic is. And we're going to go over some Italian traditions. Of course. And I hope all of you can relate to at least one of these because <laughs> we got a ton lined up. Honestly, I think people are going to relate to like almost all of them. They better relate to all of them. But, at you least. Know, if, if it's at one or two, two, you know, you're Italian to it me. Happens. All right? It happens. Real so, quick, we, we also, I just want to say that we shout out, we did a little story today, and we had a bunch of our followers send in a lot of these topics for us to talk about. Yeah. Like, well, we just reached out and asked all our followers what were some of their Italian traditions. And what I noticed, like, people said the most was the seven fishes. Yeah. Like, that's like a really... That's huge. That's that's big for all Italians, that's and big. my that's whole big. life, that's all I remember on Christmas Eve. Is it really Christmas fishes. Eve if you know, you know, you're not having the seven fishes? Yeah. You know, the only thing, though, is that in the last couple of years, I noticed that we don't go as hard as we used to. Like, now none to be making, like, chicken cutlets sometimes just because, like, so many of our cousins don't eat fish. Yeah. Like, back in the day, it was like, it, they went much, like, more strict with that. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for those who don't like fish. Don, you like fish? I can hate fish, man. <laughs> I hate fish too. I can't. At Christmas Eve, the whole the whole house smells like like the ocean, and it's disgusting. So, me being a, I'm like one of the pickiest eaters. I think I I, I consider myself the pickiest person on the fucking planet. <laughs> so when it comes to Christmas Eve, I see you know my mom, my dad, my grandma, you know, storing all the seafood and everything. It takes away my appetite. So Nona has to make me just just me and my sister too, cause she doesn't eat seafood either. She has to make me a plate of just pasta with the salsa on the side. Yeah. And I can't even finish that because the smell is yeah, all over the house. Yeah, it's really right? crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that you, much. For me, yeah. the the two nastiest dishes that day, bacala, is gonna be the fried bacala, oh, yeah. cause it just smells like disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> like it's horrendous. No, that's gross. That's gross. It smells like dirty snatch. And the squinchies. <laughs> And then the second is the eel. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's all nasty. It's all nasty to me. Oh, that's but funny. Dom, listen to this what we do in our family. This has become our own family tradition. So every year, <laughs> uh, one of the the grandchildren of my grandmother, so yeah. that that being like me, Sabino, uh, all, all, any other of my cousins, yeah. one of us usually is Johnny or Mike, gets buys an eel, like a whole eel. Yeah. So yeah. My grandmother, and to those like that love animals out there, this this probably ain't for you this part. But my, yeah, skip it like thirty seconds. Skip, skip ahead for about a, a minute, yeah. But my grandma would run around the house with the live eel and just put it in people's faces. Oh, and that no, thing is so yeah, slimy. she's been doing that yeah. forever. Yeah, that thing is so slimy, so it'll slip right off her hands and right onto your body. <laughs> she it, she drops it a couple of times <laughs> too. She says it on accident, but. He says it, <laughs> but it's it's the funniest thing. We do it every year, and it ain't a, it ain't a Christmas Eve without it. And I, that's what I believe tradition so is. That, yeah, you make your own true. traditions when. Uh, now that we're on the the whole subject of Christmas, it's a perfect introduction to another topic, which is La Bivana. Oh yeah. Right. So, so is that January fifth? Yeah. It's like a, a week a week after Christmas, right? Yeah. So the real zips. I'm not saying like Italian Americans because. Let's be honest, no Italian-American is going that hard with it. But in Italy, you don't get gifts on Christmas. It's La Bifana. Wait for La Bifana. What is Santa Claus in Italy? They don't know what Santa Claus is. Babona. I mean, they, they know they know Babbo Natale, but it's like he doesn't give gifts in Italy. That's right. more. I think that's more modern, though, right? Yeah. Babbo Natale. Yeah. Because La Bifana, is, it's, they don't celebrate it like that. Like it's actually older it. than Santa Claus, if yeah. that makes sense. That tradition. Yes. Huh? Yes. yes. It, uh, it's, it started with the Feast of the Epiphany. That's mm-hmm. what it stands for. And then the Italians over time turned into the course of uh, Mrs. Claus. Right. And you're not supposed to get your gifts uh, until January 5th, which is the Feast of the Epiphany. Mm-hmm. And usually now, today, at least that's how my family do it. I'd get my Christmas gifts when I was younger. And then the 5th, I got just a One gift. One, or I, I or got, one single got, gift. Yeah, I just got yeah. a ton of candy. I'll never uh-huh. forget. The one year I got the one gift was like this like guitar. But yeah. it wasn't like a like an actual guitar. It was like a toy guitar. So I was playing that all night. My dad had work in the morning. He's cursing me. Yeah, he's so getting pissed. To shut it off. But but the Bafana stands for the three kings bringing gifts to right to to Jesus. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's good that Sabino mentioned that too, because like I said, I'm you know I'm half and half. So on Christmas, right? Tradition Americans, we get Santa Claus comes, but we open our presents from the family at midnight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the Me next too. day it will be Santa, you know. Yeah. Right, right. Me too. The thing is, we had this little thing going on where every every Christmas Eve for maybe like a few years, maybe three, four years at one point, my mom was doing this thing where Santa Claus would ring the bell before midnight, mm-hmm. and then I would go open the door, right? Obviously, nobody was there, and I would turn around <laughs> back into the corridor, and, and there's the gifts. And all the That's gifts how, are there. There was one gift. There was uh-huh. one gift on. Um, because my, my grandma has a little uh, like bench in the hallway. Yeah. It was on the bench there. And then the rest of the gifts will come in the morning. So that's Christmas. That's Christmas. The day of the Bifana, whenever, whenever January 5th, we yeah, can imagine, right? Yeah, January 5th, yeah. I would get... I never got candy, I don't think, from her. But I did get, you know, random toys. And you don't ask for the Bifana. She brings you whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Santa right. Claus brings you what you want. From my mom's side, you know, I had to mix in all the cultures together. The three kings would come on a different day. Right. So I had I had Santa on Christmas being an American. Oh, you had a nice child. Yeah. Bifana would come in. That's my greaseball side. <laughs> and then I think it was a day or two after would be the three kings. And mm-hmm. Italian was called the Reyes Magos. 
Yeah. So they used to do the yeah, same yeah, thing with the gift or two, you know, same thing like the font. It's not the same concept though. All right, that, you mentioned yeah. one word there that I know some people are gonna take offense to, but what? I feel like if Greaseball. I pull another Italian a grease ball, they wouldn't care. <laughs> but if somebody else called me a grease ball, I would kind of get offended and like be taken back a little so? bit. We like, spoke about this with Mike that one time. So like, uh, I don't know if if I'm just walking around and this guy comes up to me, not Italian looking at all, he goes, "Oh, look at these grease balls." No, that's I, different. Yeah, that's different. I, I want to take offense to that. Nah, Whereas, nah, nah, nah. if one of you look at me and like, "Hey, look at this grease ball," it's just like the context, I guess. Nah, it's but, different. It's just say every culture has their own thing, you know. So yeah, I I would feel the same way because some people use it like as a derogatory term. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't appreciate it either. But if it's like you know us three sitting at the table, you know, Sabino's like, "Yo, Roca, you're you're a grease ball." Yeah, yeah. It's, it's different, but. I understand. Nah, that's completely different. Though. I understand that. Yeah. So, Dom, you come from Tejano. Of course. I'm from Sasano. Sabino's from Sansa. So I got some family from Tejano, Sansa. Yeah, it's literally yeah. towns that are 15 minutes away from each other at least, at least. in the okay. province of Salerno. Mm-hmm. And we have these little traditions starting with marriages. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I, I was saying about it in the group chat today. And uh, my guy Pino Pinto actually posted this today. And... Basically, in Italy, like, weddings are much more of a big deal. Yeah. They're, like, an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically 24 hours of mayhem. Yeah, yeah. So, like, basically, it's similar to here where you go to the groom or bride's house, whatever. But it starts the day before. Basically, in our little hometown, the groom serenades his uh, bride. So, like, he'll get a friend with a little organetto, a little accordion, and... They go outside of the like uh, bride's house and they, you know, dance and sing and then that's the night before. And then the day of, everybody goes to the house, right. whatever. So they basically get married and then they walk through the whole town, like hand in hand, mm-hmm. being married, right? And the whole party, the whole the whole company is there too. Everyone that they invited is walking around. With yeah, them. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there's like a bunch of cars following them, and they're walking hand in hand through the whole town. And most of the time it's summer. You're just sweating bullets. Especially out there too. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. So then everybody goes to the party, you know, the hall after the wedding. And a lot of people like go to the hall to eat, whatever, whatever. And then they take like two hour break. They go home, Mm -hmm. change into another outfit, shower, (laughs) and then go back. Yeah, yeah. Italians love to party. They, and, 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 they love to eat. Yeah, they, they love, love to, to eat. eat and they love to party. So that's what the, the marriage thing, it's, it's one big thing whatever, put together. Whatever you can make out of it, whatever it doesn't make you have to go to work. So, nah, right. nah, seriously. Don't and like Sabino that. mentioned, it's all day, all night. Yeah. They don't stop. Over and there. then this, it doesn't stop there. So <clears throat> then after the hall, they still hang out at the hall and drink and stay till they have to be thrown out of there. <laughs> and... Then they go to their house, like the bride and groom's house afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about your town or like, like if, if it happens in Sasana and Tijana, but in Sansa, like all the groom's friends play jokes on them. Like they'll put like a bunch of cups of water like in front of the doorstep and they got to... Oh, they prank move, them? They, like, they do a bunch of pranks on them. <laughs> That's like, pretty cool. Like I've seen this with my own eyes. <clears throat> And I've seen brides like that are in Sanzes be like, Bui siti animali. Come on, fachet testicles. Give it gone. They're like, what are you? It makes it fun, though. But it makes it fun. So, like, yeah, cool. I'll never forget one year, like, they, like, tied a couch 
on top of the ceiling. Like they put like fifty bags of pasta in the bathtub. Oh my god! And like they, you have to watch the groom and bride like do all these little like solve all these little pranks. <clears throat> then the best is at the end of all of it, the bride has to make everybody there like spaghetti. Uh, yeah, the best. Man, it's worth it. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, no, but it, it makes it, you know, it's creative. Yeah. It's fun. I never heard of that till now. So it might just be, I guess, it's thing, you know? Yeah, I, my town doesn't have that either. But that sounds like something I definitely uh, would want to be a part I of. I want to experience <laughs> So you mentioned pasta. Let's, uh, let's mention all the stuff that my, well, our families probably all do, honestly, when it comes to homemade food in general. Of course. Uh, uh, my family makes homemade pasta. Mm hmm. Uh, is yours done? Of course, yeah. Yeah? None, none. You, yeah, you none. part of the, the making of that? or? Uh, eh, sometimes. Are you the observer? More the observer, because none has the magic touch. I have the touch like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love her do the, you know, work the magic. Work. Yeah, it ain't a holiday unless you have a nice homemade, pa- uh, no, uh, no. homemade pasta. <clears throat> you but mentioned New Year's, too. New Year's has to be, after the, the lentils, it has to be the homemade pasta. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the soup, you know? Yeah, there's little, there's little, like, tiny pastas we do, like... They'll make the long and then just cut it yeah, up real small. It yeah. It's like a, squares, what's yeah. the long one? Like a long fuzili and you just cut yeah, it. Yeah, and then you just cut it really yeah, small. Yeah, yeah. You cut it like mm-hmm. a not even half an inch big. Yeah. Right, Basically, Italians believe that the New Year's lentils are you get you're gonna make money the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. The more you eat, the more money you'll get that year. Yeah, I usually I usually eat it straight from the pot with a straw. <laughs> I'm like, this is my year. That's supposed to that's supposed to bring you fortune, you know, luck and fortune for the year. I mean, I, I'm I'm a picky eater. I don't eat that, so that's probably why. I'm, really? You know, that's probably why I am one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. start eating your lentils, man. Nah, nah. A lot of people eat lentils on uh, on New Year's Eve. But yeah, just throwing it back to the homemade stuff, mm-hmm. homemade sauce. Of course. Right? Yeah. I can't I mean, eat it if it's not none. That, that season just passed. Well, yeah, that season just passed where everybody's making all these jars. Let me tell you, I made homemade sauce in my family uh, this past month, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Like, I didn't realize how much work it is. It's a lot of work. You got the whole family out there doing it, too. Yeah. Like, everyone's got to put in a helping hand. Yeah, of course. That's how it should be. And, it, and it's just crazy because within that whole day or two that you do it, that lasts you for a year, two years. You know, like, I didn't do it this year. Because Nona was too busy. She didn't want to yeah, do it this yeah. year. It's a lot of work, man. Yeah. Who wants to do it? And it's this season just passed. And for the last couple of weeks, she's been in, she's been in Italy with my dad. Right. So then you know, no one's really there to start about. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we still got enough in the, in the Shindila, you know, in the shed in the back. <laughs> There's enough for about two more years. I, I, I say at least a year and a half, two years, maybe. So we, it will be you good You guys are stocked up for sauce for days. Nah, we're good. We're good. But yeah. you, you, they say good the sauce for two years? I was, that's what I was just going to say. Because yeah, I thought it was like one year, like... I don't know who knows, honestly. Nah, because I remember like one time in our house upstate, we had the jars, and my mom's like, I don't know when these are from, and we opened it. It smelled bad? And it smelled funny. Like my mom didn't use it. It smelled fine or funny? I, it didn't. It didn't smell good. Like it smelled uh, like it was a little funky. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, who I knows? Know I, I mean, I, I believe it. You know, some of them stay out there for God knows how long. Yeah. I haven't had a problem with that yet, though. So I hope it stays like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it should be all right. Just smell it, I guess. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, how about wine, Don? All right. So, wine. My dad, my grandma, you know, my nonna used to love his wine. Uh, we we made it at home once, once in mm-hmm. my entire. You know, my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it was my dad. Because my dad loves his multiple channel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he always looks into, you know, he was always looking things up on the internet. And, you know, like, oh, which is the best wine to make at home? You know, he, he loves his Italian red wine. So he's like, you know, yo, this summer, let's make some multiple channel. Because the multiple channel is the region, though, right? I think so. 
Yeah, so I'm not a big well, wine guy, like because yeah. I I think Montebuciano, the Bruzzo is like the where where the actual wines made, but right. the great the grapes I'm pretty sure I have to look that up. What kind of grapes they use? It might be from like you said from uh, yeah from uh, there. So what? Yeah. So you guys made it one yeah, year? Yeah, so we made it that one year. Came out good. It came out amazing to be honest. Like you you would think it was store bought too. Really? But they had a little you know all the buckets outside. I know Italians make that mad strong. Oh yeah! Every time I had homemade wine, I couldn't even take two sips because it's, it's too like strong. Bitter too, right? As long as, long like as nobody wine. makes it with their feet, like no, that's not that's not. <laughs> what you guys do that? No, 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 no. Honestly, nobody does that anymore. I have no uh, intelligence or knowledge of winemaking whatsoever. Like I don't know if that if it's a myth that people use their feet to squeeze out the grapes, or if now they have like, a presser that'll just like push out the juice from the grapes. Because that's what we used the presser. Yeah. The yeah. more modern, I think the feet was more like you know back in the days. Bro. Yeah, but it gives it a little more flavor, no? <sighs> Apparently, but I don't want I don't want to find out, you know. But we still have a couple of bottles laying around, and that was that was eight years ago. Yeah, oh, you still have some bottles? Because I, I helped them label the bottles, and really? I put multiple wow. China twenty ten on the bottle. We yeah. have a couple bottles. Like yeah, that. but That's that awesome. wine could stay. Yeah, as long as as long as the wine's hitting the cork, like you gotta yeah. put it on a little mm-hmm. angle so the cork and, doesn't dry out. And I know it's true what they say: wine gets better with age. So it's exactly, and it's like I said, it's been eight years. I'm sure it tastes amazing. I haven't. I haven't had it. I don't know. I just, I just don't like red wine. Italians might be the only people that do the little ginger ale mixture, though, you with know? The, with the 7-Up or ginger ale, right? Really? Yeah. Seven, the little 7-Up or ginger ale with the wine. Yeah. It, wait, all right. In the, in the actual... No, not in the actual... I'm talking about when it's on the table, then you uh, dilute it a little you, bit. Because yeah, it's so yeah. strong. Yeah, I know yeah. some people that put ice in their wine. I don't know if that's common. A lot of people nah, do that. Yeah. Some people like it chilled, right? Yeah, but yeah. like, you're not really supposed to do that because... You water down the wine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. sometimes, like you said, it's just too strong. But see, or some people yeah, like it cold. Like he, you know? he just mentioned that Nonna, uh, she needs to drink her wine every Sunday with aqua. Yeah. Take a little bottle of water and she'll put. Like she'll she'll, she'll top it off, you know. Yeah, but she puts most of the glasses full of the wine, and right. then she'll top it off with the with the water to the brim. Right, right. But you know, when she when she wants to have a little cheat day, she'll take out the sprite, you know, and she'll she'll <laughs> mix it. Cause and like like also like uh like he mentioned, like Sabino said, I think Italians are the only people who do that. Cause I brought it up plenty of times to like, you know not non Italians, maybe not as cultural as us, you know. Cause I don't think I'm Americanized at all, to be honest. So I'm like, yo, you ever had some wine with uh, Sprite or Seven Up? And like, wine with Seven Up Sprite? No, I've never had that before. Like, what, what is that? I'm like, all right, that's the Italian thing, but it's it tastes amazing to be honest. Yeah, there's not like anything homemade. Oh and, no, no. And uh, that brings us to the meats now. Right. Your your family makes the homemade meats, the cured meats. Yeah, my nonna makes it sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our, our grandma makes that too. Yeah, yeah. The sauce that she hangs it up. And, yeah. You know what's funny is like it never makes it all the way though. Like uh, we start slicing like it. it. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, one of my favorite I know dishes is when you like the sausage is like in the process of curing and you just like fry it. Yeah, mm. so good. See, so good. that's the best. This goes back to me being a picky eater because I had that that the tomatoes, right? The sauce and um, the sausages are the two things I definitely help Nana with. Not the pasta, like I said. she yeah. she, she takes care of that, but. Every time I help Nonna doing the sausages, it's so repulsive to me. Do you guys never, you know, like just the meat, like stuffing it into the like really? the, the grinder and everything? It's disgusting. No, to me, I don't mind it. I love the smell. The of smell, that. nah, nah, nah I don't you don't like, like the smell, not at all. No, nah, I love the smell of that. Like I said, I'm picky, so that might just be me. But like, it, you smell like the fat and everything. Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably because you're visualizing it too at probably, the same time. Probably. But yeah. I don't know. To me, I like like what Sabino said. 
the sausage usually doesn't make it to when it's fully cured. But I love like sausage midway through. You cut it open. It's, it's like so a little, moist, a little moist, yeah. moist and raw inside. And to me, that's when it tastes the best. And that's when it looks the best. But yeah. I, and you know, me, the, me being a picky eater again, I can't eat it. <laughs> I can't eat it. Nonna's cut it up plenty of times for me, and I'll eat it like with because you know we had the bread on Sunday too. We can't have the pasta without the bread. I'm sure you guys probably dipped the bread. Do you guys make cheese too or no? Uh, we made we made it a couple times, yeah, but that's not something that's. Too Our family is like mozzarella makers. Yeah. So whenever that's, that's when your dad's specialty, Angie Domenico. Yeah. That you've that's seen on our our page. Yeah. So he's actually a mozzarella guy. Domenico, the one who we constantly post, he actually has his own section in the highlights on our story. I see. You guys want to check him out? He's a funny guy. You should check him out. Yeah, he's, he's also from Dijanes. Dijanes. Yeah. There you go. You know Domenico from Dijan. All right. Yeah, so I guess it. we're all funny guys. D'Amato. Domenico D'Amato. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, uh, he lo- he's been making mozzarella since he was like 12 years old. Like, he used to make it for like five dollars a day, no? Yeah. See, a- I never hear I never hear the end of that. But his hands, <laughs> like, could put you could put his hands in boiling hot water and he won't feel a thing. That's, that's like, like my dad, too. That's how long, like, he's been doing it. And so, yeah, Sabino's so you know, that's the same the best, thing. You know, it's all fresh. You know what's the best? Sabino's so dad will come through. They bring, like, 40 slices of prosciutto, thinly sliced. Yeah. He'll lay out a nice homemade uh, fresh mozzarella. He'll slap the prosciutto in there, roll it up, cut it up. Oh, my God. Oh, nice it's like that. Homemade, too. I don't think yeah, it puts me in the mood for that. It's so good. I don't know why they say this, but when mozzarella is, like, fresh out the hot... Boiling water, you can't have it straight up like that. You have to wait. They're lying to you. That's just lying. They just they're lying. Uh, they they just don't want to waste it all. <laughs> nah, but they say they fought you cagazot. Like <laughs> they say, it's gonna give you diarrhea. Supposedly, I never I never had it fresh out the fresh the, out the water like never that. Like that, nah. That's when it's the best. When it's warm, it like looks, it looks amazing like that. To be honest, the fresh mozzarella. Oh right, yeah, right out the boiling it. water like that. Yeah, I never had it like that though. I love it. It's it's the best. I am I'm scared. I'm worried that I got bamboozled is, like that. Nah, see, I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> but it's best on the uh, pizza. That's yeah. my favorite food, pizza. So the Italians, we like have those uh, tarandella songs. Oh yeah, <laughs> like get it. And I, I know in my hometown, it's like, on my hometown has their specific songs. Yeah. That nobody else knows. There's, there's definitely songs you're gonna mention that nobody else would have. Exactly. Yeah. So like these songs get passed down for years. Right, right. And when it's like the the town's festa and everybody's around, that's when all these songs are usually like dropping, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like tradition, you know? Yeah. But do you see that a lot in uh, Sasano and Tijano or no? Yeah, it's like these weird songs that people with the... Uh, like the folk songs, you know? Like yeah, old, yeah. Old, well, that's all our towns have different like folk songs. Yeah. And it's crazy how there's a song in Sansa that they sing when they're on top of a mountain for Namarona. Oh. And like now like all my family knows it that are not even Sansa's. That that's because... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a common song in Sansa. Yeah, it's amazing right. how it spreads, you know? Right, right. But uh, it's yeah, basically it, like a prayer in a song. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful song. And uh, there's also the uh, accordion. Accordion that uh, they play in my town. And then yeah. once the accordion's mm-hmm. going, there's always somebody doing that. Done, done, yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Uh, you know, common songs in today's uh, well that most people know that are mainstream are like uh, Agambanola. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. That's not that mainstream not though, bro. Believe it or really? not, that's like Campania songs. That's Gijone. Like mainstream yeah, songs to me are like, right? yeah, Gijonas from Naples, but uh, like the most mainstream from our regions, Nino D'Angelo. Oh, 
So yeah, like yeah. that's the most mainstream. I don't even think he's that mainstream. Like to us, you, he's mainstream. To us, he's mainstream. Like where we come from. But you know what's funny is uh, recently my cousin from Italy was here, and I was playing Umberto Tozzi uh-huh. in the car, and she's like, "Who listens to that?" And I'm like, "Everybody." everybody yeah. to that. But like. Real Italians that live in Italy still, they don't listen to old, like a lot of old music, except like those like folk songs. Like, that's what I thought was like yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think the La Talandella is the most common folk song though, because I think it started off as like a folk song, right? What do you like mean? The, the, like the, the well, Talandella is like just a style of music. That's like saying bachata or rap right, or hip hop uh, yeah, or like, the, you, you mean like the genre? I guess you could say. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, yeah, and so it's folk tale dancing, like, definitely. But it's it's when people like that typical like, da, 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 Yeah. That's like 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 that's 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 then you got one uncle on the dance floor who's just going nuts it's doing the down on that. That's Toto Cotunio, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The original. Yeah, the OG one, Toto Cotunio. Because the other one's uh, the Sicilians, right? Yeah. yeah. The American version. The American, the American version. version. The techno version. <laughs> we uh, we talked about Christmas. I know this one's a little jumbled. We're going back and forth here. We forgot to mention it's truthfully. Oh, it's truthfully. It's on Christmas. We forgot to mention that. You got to have this truthfully on Christmas. Yeah. You have to. Honestly, I used to hate it when I was younger. Now, I don't know if the recipe changed a little bit, but it's nice and soft. A lot oh, of honey man. on there. And, of course, the little sprinkles. sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it's just a stufli, though. Like, we have, like, lemon ricotta cookies. Yeah, like, yeah. We oh, have, yes. Like, we make a bunch of things, you know? You gotta have it. The kitchen's gotta be stacked with desserts for the holidays. Huh? But stufli, you have to see them at the table. Yeah. Stufli. And you know what's funny is like I don't know if it's only our family, but they make like a bunch extra for neighbors. And like I'm gonna give them a, a plate of struffle, <laughs> and you yeah. give it to like those twelve neighbors like every year. Well, that, See, I've that, never done. I'm not generous when it comes to that. I gotta, you know. And I, I don't so understand much. this sometimes, but at the same time I do. But you know, just Italians gotta be generous, I guess. Hospitable people, you know. That's <laughs> uh, always at the dinner table. There's yeah. like 45 people talking at mm-hmm. once. 16 different side conversations. Oh, it's crazy. It's like, I don't know. Two people are arguing. Different yeah. conversations. About, you know, God somebody always arguing. Yeah. Different conversations all the time. Uh, and then, of course, we have the pizza rustica on Easter. The meat pies, uh, pasta. See, that place looks, uh, that place looks good. What, the, the spot? Yeah. I've never been there. I've never been there. Uh, yeah. You're talking about the one here in Brooklyn? Yeah. That's now you were talking about? No, no. I'm talking about... Uh, like just the the meat pie and the spaghetti pie and stuff oh, like man. that. Yeah, right, pizza right. rustica. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not pizza place. rustica. The I'm bar. Trying, it does look good though. Uh-huh. No, I'm trying to yeah. give a shout out to a uh, bar. Shout you know, out right? to uh, yeah, pizza rustica. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think there is a panini rustica. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, is but that. It ain't the panini shop, though, is it? <laughs> I, I don't want. I can't take shots. I think they have me blocked on Instagram. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the pizza rustica is basically the meat pies, the pizza keen, you know, that kind of stuff. Pizza keen, that's, uh, that's another one too. That's another homemade thing. Uh, Nonna makes pizza keen. <laughs> so, uh, Don, you live with your grandma or no? Yeah, she lives right upstairs from me. Yeah, that's yeah. like me too. Uh, you got to take families always going to be together. You yeah, know? yeah. That's you got to take care of your parents when they get older, you know? Of course. That's, uh, what, yeah, that's, that's like yeah, what they say course. now. 
You have to always remember yeah. that. I got I got uh my sister, my parents with me, and then upstairs is my my grandma with my aunt and yeah. uncle. That's beautiful. We to be together, you know. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so just take me through a day in the life of Dom on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Yeah. What's it like? All right. What it's what's it like? Don't lie to me. Nah, no lies here. So, of course, you know, when it comes to being Italian, you know, us being first generation, you gotta have Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. So, what time do you guys eat? So we, that's what I was gonna get to. We eat at one thirty. Yeah. Every Sunday, that's how it's always be guys too. Cause some people, uh, some people Sabino eats late. I eat late because yeah, we eat when we close the store. Yeah. Otherwise we would. That's right. Right. Then nah, that's yeah, different. Same here for me. It's usually like two or three. Cause some people dinner. eat it as if it were normal dinner during the week. Right. Like you know, six thirty, seven o'clock after work. Yeah. But us and like you mentioned too, it's I, I thought it was always like you know one thirty. Right. Know, you can't be a minute late either. Well. In Sabino's case, like let's say he didn't have a business to run, he'd definitely be eating at two. Because yeah. my grandma yeah. calls everybody to come over to her house. But sometimes like we'll run over to Nanda's, eat right. real quick, and then go back well, to work. Yeah, the business is only a block right. away from yeah, our, yeah. from so Nanda's. Convenient. So yeah. it's convenient. So you know, you could stop by for half hour, munch mm-hmm. a little bit. Absolutely. That's it. Just like it's been that. done before. How about uh you don't watch no Serie A Gaucho or anything? Of course I watch Serie A Gaucho. Who's a, who are you a fan of? I'm a Milanista. Oh, okay. It's all right. Yeah. They're coming back around. Coming back. It's something different. They're definitely not as strong as they used to be, but, you know, they used to be heavyweights up there. They got to start spending some money. Yeah. That could go as Italian tradition, too, just watching soccer. Yeah. After, any, after any given Saturday you know, or Sunday. I mean, this this episode's coming out this Sunday, so this might be a, a little good topic to touch on. Yeah. But I feel like Italians are the most hated soccer players in the world yeah like people like <laughs> absolutely like what up like everybody says brazilians argentinians are the best but they never give love to italy like italians like we have four mundial we have like the best soccer league in the world in yeah, my opinion top three and like people we, we like always love, like look since we're like i said since we're on the topic ronaldo the other day uh, Ren- Ren- oh okay yeah go ahead, go ahead. ronaldo the other day uh he got this red card that was like silly. Oh, when he patted somebody on the head? I don't even know if that was a pat. Like that wasn't even a. But like Ronaldo, Ronaldo and Real Madrid would have never got that call. Yeah. But because know. now he plays in Italy, they like have to reprimand him. I saw you know? the I saw the, the refs just talking to each other. I was like, all right, this is taking way too long. Nah. And and one of the refs was like. His, his face was like, yeah, you really did that. And the other guy's like, really? He's like, yeah, man, you definitely did that. Oh, get him out of here. One thing about uh, Italian soccer too, like, we play like the best defense in the world. Yeah, that's what like, we're known, we're known for. We're known for best goalies, best defenders. Yeah, definitely. And people always like try to say, oh, but you know who who's uh, like they say like because soccer is mostly about goals and but yo when you put, talk about best goalie, best defenders. You're saying Buffon, Zoff, Nesta, Maldini, Cannavaro. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Pirlo. That midfield is one of the best of all time, too. Pirlo. You know, Gattuso was like a... Yeah. Gattuso was like a... He was the, like, Rottweiler. Yeah, that was the enforcer. He just hustled. He was fighting with everyone. He was wild, too. But, yeah, if you think about it, Italy was always focused on defense. Set pieces, like that kind of soccer. Below with the set pieces was wild. Which is crazy because you think about it. You're watching a game on any given Sunday and you're seeing like 2 0, uh, 1 0. It's like, 
how these Italians still entertained by this, but it's really like their passion. It's, like uh, the yeah, only 100%. stories I heard of my grandfather playing with his bare feet, kicking oh, like yeah. a kicking like a a water bottle. All you need is a like ball. That. Or whatever it's it the easiest sport That's to play, action. you know? Like, all yeah. you need it's is a ball. It's the easiest accessible sport. Yeah. Every year I go to Italy, or mostly every year, and my cousins, no matter what, no matter what condition that ball is in, they will play with it. They have mm-hmm. to. They have it's to. Just, it's a pastime. It's like baseball here in America, but over there, I think it's a lot more, like, passionate over there. Yeah, and, um, like, you'll be surprised. There's so many minor divisions for soccer in yeah. Italy that nobody even knows of. Nah. Like, my cousin plays for Serie D right now. Serie D. He was, like, in Serie D due. I don't even know what that means. The but second like, tier of Serie D. He got D. promoted to Serie D because some, some team was looking at him. So now that's where he But is. still, that's cool, though. Yeah, He's playing so amateur he about... He gives me all his, like, team gear and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'll rock I'll this. Take it, you know? It's still yeah. professional team. But, yeah, I love soccer. It's man. about the passion, you know? Like, I, I definitely... See, there's another reason why I say... I think Italians are more passionate about soccer than Americans hear about baseball. You know, it's supposed to be their pastime. I don't see it as a sport. I see it more as like a history and a tradition too. My 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 grandfather used to play. My father used to play. You know, so I think it being passed down through generations. I think it's a good way to represent who I am and my yeah. culture through just that sport. You know, mm-hmm. so my I agree. grandpa used to tell me stories about whenever he had time to play when he wasn't you know on the farm. Because he was farming all the time, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Like at the genre, especially. He was farming all the time. He said when he had time to play, he would gather a couple of his friends who were, you know, and just play barefoot or in his socks with like a, with a leather ball, you know, an OG leather ball. Like, yeah. That with stripes <laughs> yeah. And my dad would tell me stories. He used to use the black and white ball, you know. Like, you know, and, and here I am, you know, we're going to Kent sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. around the ball, and it's like, you know, you can't get tired of it. You can't get tired of it. No matter what, no matter where. It's nah. a beautiful sport. And no, and the weather the can't stop you really. They play, in, yeah. they play in any conditions. I remember when I was younger, it was like probably when I was like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. It was straight downpouring. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I couldn't even see a thing, but the game still went on. And that was probably the most fun I ever had yeah. in, in my life. And it gives you that soccer game. That yeah. Game. Makes you feel like a pro. I was also sick for a week after that, but you know. It was worth it. It's worth, definitely it was worth, worth it. it. it was if worth I'm it. still talking about it today, then it's definitely worth definitely. it. Definitely. You can't forget it then. Yeah. There's been plenty of pickup games too, because I haven't played. I haven't played for a team in a while, but there's been a couple times where um, you know I played in the snow, you know, like downpouring too. But like it's all you know, it's all about the love for the game. Yeah. So I don't I don't see it as the weather has to stop me. Now I'm definitely a lot lazier than than I was back then. I haven't played in months, but you know. No way they can stop, uh, stop you from playing. It's a beautiful game, like you said. That's what it's... Listen, what it's I, I'm just excited for Serie A. It's taking a turn for the better. We got a lot of better players now, a lot of more recognition. Ronaldo coming over was huge for it's us. It's huge, actually huge. Uh, we, need, we, need, we need like one more, one, two more. Though. I was waiting for Modric. Yeah, yeah we need Modric. Modric. We, need, we need Neymar, even though he's a flop. Or Messi. Like, I, would love, I would love Messi on Roma. If Messi came to Milan... Or even if Messi went yeah. to Milan. Wherever, Messi, yeah. wherever. And even Inter, Inter, I'll take him on Inter, yeah, too. Inter. You'd be hyped for that. They're playing pretty well right That'll now. That'll become so. the next La Liga. Yeah. Pretty we'll much. We'll it's going to come around. Watch. One day. They're going to get day. there. Ronaldo coming here was huge. I'm not, I'm not even a Juventus, though. I'm pretty excited to see him. Just to see him play against Milan just like that. Like, right. On the Serie A schedule. Not Champions League. You know, no, no friendlies, nothing. Like, I'm pretty excited. For yeah. That. Can't wait, man. But yeah, Dom, you know, I really do appreciate you taking some time out of your, your life to come by and talk about your family traditions with us. Listen, I appreciate you guys having me on the show, too. Of course, man. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. 
Don't forget, like, rate, subscribe. It goes a long way. We appreciate every single one. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Spread the word. And out. And here's a word from the sponsors. Shout out to Hardcore Italians. Make sure to go to www.hardcoreitalians.com. Use special code GUI. Again, special code GUI, short for Growing Up Italian, for all special discounts. Thank you.